A lot of Rails developers are good about testing their Ruby code, but what about the JavaScript code? I know speaking for me personally, the JavaScript code sort of gets left behind and it doesn't really have any automated testing. And I would really like to remedy this, especially as my JavaScript code gets more complicated. So I researched this topic a bit, and I want to present to you what I found here in this episode. So here's the application we'll be working with. It's just a basic order form with a credit card number field. And what I want to happen is when someone types in the credit card number and leaves the field, that it does some automatic validation on the client side through some JavaScript just to check the format of the credit card number. Uh, nothing too fancy here, but the logic is still pretty complicated to check formats of credit card numbers. So I want to make sure this is really well tested. Well, to start off with, I recommend you consider using acceptance tests like I showed in episode 257. This is where I tested the entire application at a very high level through Capybara, and I can test JavaScript there easily using Selenium. However, sometimes the JavaScript code is so complicated with so many branching possibilities that you need something a little bit closer to the JavaScript itself, almost like unit tests for JavaScript. And this is where Jasmine comes in. So Jasmine is a testing framework for JavaScript, which works a lot like RSpec with describe and it calls for organizing your tests. But in this case, we're using JavaScript to write uh, RSpecs for testing JavaScript. And there's also a Ruby gem available to make this really easy to integrate with Rails. So let's give this a try and do some behavior-driven development for our credit card validations. The first step is to go to the gem file in your Rails app and add the Jasmine gem in there. And you'll probably want to restrict the environment so that it's only in the development and test, testing environments here, um, so it's not used in production. And also notice I'm using jQuery in this application, which I've already set up. Uh, this isn't required for Jasmine. Jasmine works with any framework, uh, but we'll get to jQuery details a little bit later in the episode. And then run the bundle command to install it, and then run Rails generate Jasmine install to generate the necessary files to get it set up. And notice it places it under a spec directory. Um, you can still use this even if you aren't using RSpec, but uh, it's generally used with RSpec here. Notice that it's under spec JavaScripts, and there's a, some helper files in here to get it set up. So let's test drive some JavaScript by creating a new spec inside of the spec JavaScripts directory here. We'll create a new file, and we'll call it uh, credit card spec.js. Now, if you're using TextMate, you might want to install the Jasmine TextMate bundle, which I'll link to in the show notes. It has some nice snippets, such as DES tab creates a new description. We'll call it credit card and it tab creates a new it block. Um, for our first uh, spec, let's just say we want to test that it cleans uh, the number by removing spaces and dashes, because I'll know I'll need this behavior for the validation check later on. And then if I type ee tab inside of here, I get an expect clause where I expect a given target to equal a given value. So in this case, let's say I have a credit card object I don't yet, but I'll make one in a bit. Uh, let's say there's a method called clean number on here where we pass in a given number and expect it to strip out spaces and dashes. So one, two, three, space, four, dash, five. And then we expect that to equal one, two, three, four, five, just like that. Now you can run the specs by launching the Jasmine spec server by calling rake Jasmine. And that'll launch a new server on port 8888. So now when I go to that page, this is what I get. 
It instantly runs our specs, and you see I have a failing spec here. It says I can't find variable credit card, which of course is expected because we don't have that yet. We haven't created it. So let's get this passing by creating a new credit card JavaScript file under the public directory. We'll just call it creditcard.js. So in here we can have a credit card object. And in here we just want a function called clean number, which takes a number. And we want to return that number without the spaces and dashes. So we might say dash and space. We'll just strip those out, replace them with an empty string. Uh, there we go. Let's try this. So now when we go to our Jasmine spec page and reload the page here, uh, you can see it's no longer complaining about the credit card variable. However, it's still not passing yet because it looks like our dash here is not being stripped out. Let's try to figure out what's wrong. Well, going back to my JavaScript, I can see that in my regular expression here, I forgot the G, so that way it does a global replace across the whole string. So let's see if that fixed it by reloading the page again here. And now we have one passing spec. It works. So now let's expand our specs by adding some credit card validations using a mod 10 algorithm. So let's say it validates um, based on mod 10. So we could say um, an expect truthy clause here where we say our credit card has a valid number if we pass in this, which is a valid Visa card number for testing purposes. And we can add another clause for expect falsy and do basically the same thing as up here. But let's just change the number slightly so that it completely invalidates our number using our mod 10 algorithm. But you know what? Let's also change our truthy clause a little bit to add some spaces and dashes because we don't want those to interfere with our number here. All right, so when we reload our specs here, we get failing spec saying we don't have a valid number function. So let's add that. So I'm just going to paste in this valid number function here using mod 10 to uh, calculate whether or not it's valid. Let's try this out. Reload our page here. And there we go. We now have two passing specs. So everything's working. So now all we have to do is integrate this wonderful new validator into our application. And for testing this integration, I recommend using Capybara with Selenium, like I mentioned earlier in this episode. But what happens if your jQuery integration is pretty complex and you would like to test that exclusively with some unit tests? Well, let me show you how to do that. For this, there's a jQuery extension for Jasmine, which we can apply to our project, and it includes a lot of matchers, which we can use for jQuery-related matching and condition checking. And there's also fixture support, which will make it nice for testing our um, providing some HTML and testing it in isolation with our jQuery plugin. So to install this, I'll just download it with this curl command. And notice I'm placing it into the spec JavaScript's helpers directory so that it gets included automatically. And then if we open up our project, you can see that there's our Jasmine jQuery file there inside the helpers directory. Now I also need to make a change to the Jasmine YAML file in the support directory here, because as you can see, it's using prototype files by default here. Instead, we want to change this to use include our jQuery file. And also, by default, it just includes every other file in the JavaScripts directory. I kind of find this leads to problems and um, 
sometimes conflicts in the JavaScript files. So instead, I just like to include each one manually. That makes sure I get the load dependency correct too. So I'll just include our credit card JS file here, and that's all we'll need for these specs. Except for the fixture files, and for fixtures, what you can do is create a new directory here. Uh, let's call it fixtures under the spec JavaScripts folder. And we'll add a new file here. Let's call it um, orderform.html. So inside of here, what we want is just some very minimal HTML to get uh, this working. So we might have a form with an input tag of type text, and we'll give it an ID of card number. And let's say we'll also have a div so that we have a location for our card number error to be displayed. So we'll give it an ID of card number error. So the idea being that we'll attach this jQuery plugin to this card number input field, and then it'll look for a div or some kind of item with the ID, with the ID matching it, except the word error appended to it. So that's the way our plugin is going to work. So when they lose, they lose focus on this input field, it's going to validate the credit card number and add any validation errors to our div here. So going back inside our credit card spec file, we can create a new spec for this, which tests this functionality using these new fixtures. So we can say it validates when text field loses focus. And inside of here, what we want to do is first load the fixtures. So we can say load fixtures. And this is becomes available with the uh, Jasmine jQuery extension. And it's called orderform.html. And so this is how I want the plugin to work. What I want to do first is capture our card number a text field here. And I want to make a method for adding validations for the credit card number on here. So let's call it validate uh, credit card number. This is going to be a jQuery plugin. And now we can simulate the user's behavior. So we can take our card number and assign a value inside of here. So let's say the user typed in one, two, three, and then they lose focus by calling blur on our text field. And then we want to have an expect clause here to make sure that our card number error has some text. So to expect it to have text which matches invalid credit card number. It looks like that. And so this right here is a custom matcher which that Jasmine jQuery extension provides. Uh, there's a list of them on the readme. So now when I try to reload my specs here, you can see we get a failing spec because it doesn't know what this validate credit card number function is. So let's make it. So going back to our credit card JavaScript file, I can just paste in some code here to speed things along for adding a jQuery plugin using a function called validate credit card number. And we listen to a blur event. And then if our credit card number is invalid, then we want to add an error message saying invalid credit card number to the matching error item with that same ID. So let's give this a try. Now if I reload the specs page here, you can see I get all three passing specs. So it looks like our jQuery plugin is working. And now for our final step, let's try integrating our new jQuery plugin into our application and see if it works. So I'm going to integrate this really quickly here, but there's basically three files in the application I need to change. The first one is the layout file, which I have open here. Basically, I just need to include that new 
credit card JavaScript file into the layout. And then next, I need to go to the form, which displays that credit card number text field, and basically add a spot for the validation error message. So um, let's just make this a span inside of here and give it an ID matching what this text field ID is. In this case, it's called order credit card number, and then followed by underscore error. So that's where the validation error will be displayed. And then finally, I can go into my application JavaScript file and integrate the plugin through here. So I want to make sure our DOM is loaded. And then if it is, I just want to capture that order credit card number text field and add validate credit card number to it. There we go. Now it should insert our plugin into that text field. So now let's give this a try by going to our new order form and let me paste in a valid credit card number here and we don't get any validation error message, but if I adjust this, then we do get an invalid credit card number error message. So that's all working. Um, but there is one bug here and that is if I change it back to a valid credit card number and well, the error message is still displayed. So we should change this so it erases the error message when it's valid again. So we've successfully covered a bug so let's uh, add a spec for this to duplicate it and then fix it. So going inside our credit card spec file, uh, let me just duplicate these lines right here where we're simulating the user's input and let me input a valid credit card number inside of here. When we lose focus, then it should have nothing inside of that error div anymore. So if we reload our specs file here, there's our error because we've successfully duplicated that bug. Um, we expect it to have no text, but it says invalid credit card number still. So let's fix this by adding an else clause into our jQuery plugin here. And basically just set our invalid credit card number to an empty string to no text when it's valid. Let's try this. Reload our spec file here and it passes. So it looks like that bug is fixed. Let's try it out in the browser. So in our application, let's try pasting in an invalid number here. It shows invalid credit card, and when we fix it and make it valid, oh, it's now valid again. So we've successfully uh, fixed this problem in our specs and made them pass, and now it's fixed in our application as well. Now before I go, there's one more thing I want to show you, and that is if you type in rake jasmine colon ci, what it's going to do is launch Firefox in the background and use Selenium to run the tests as you saw right there, that quick flash, it ran the tests and then it shows you that they're passing. So this is a great way to do it without having to hit reload in the browser manually. Well, that's it for this episode on Jasmine. I hope you liked it. I certainly plan to use this more in my own projects to uh, improve the testing of the JavaScript code and I hope you do as well. Uh, let's try to get our JavaScript code as well tested as a Ruby code.